Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good Russell. Russell. Good, morning, Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. We thank you that you are revealing yourself to us through your word, through your prophets, through your servants. That you open up our eyes to the wisdom that you have hidden in your word. The gems that which we, when, when we apply in our lives, then we shall make our way prosperous and then we shall have success. That prosperity is not only about finances. It is about standing in battle as well and emerging victorious. It is about facing up all our storms, our challenges. That even when we are surrounded by that storm in a tiny boat, when we know who sleeps in our boat, then there is joy. We thank you, Father, for your mercy that you renew for us every single morning. Even in the times when we are unrepentant, that mercy is still there and was always available. It is only for us to get down to the recognition of the mistakes that we have made. And then when we make that decision to turn away from it, you are ever willing to lift us up. We thank you, Father. And this morning as well, we surrender ourselves to you, Lord. In faith. Recognizing Acknowledging you as God, as Father, as Maker, as Creator, as Provider. Acknowledging our nothingness. Acknowledging our failures, our shortcomings and all our weaknesses as well as all our crowns. And we repent before you, O Lord. And because your word says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So as soon as we confess his Lordship over our lives. We are able to enter your gates with thanksgiving in our heart and we are able to enter your courts with praise. <clears throat> as soon as we renounce the ways of iniquity, we are able to step into your kingdom. For when you quicken us with your wisdom, then we remain into your kingdom. We are able to walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. We are able to turn away. As we submit to you, Lord, we turn away from sin and iniquity. We resist the devil and he must flee. We thank you, Jesus, that you are touching our lives in a new way every single day. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, Lord, we share your peace and your joy that you give us that can only come when our eyes are open to that truth, the truth that liberates by your spirit, who is the spirit of liberty then there is peace and there is joy in our hearts. We share the same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer today. All the special prayer requests that we have received and with those that have no one to pray for them. <coughs> And as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name in that faith. Standing in that gap, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. The one who is ever faithful. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the Lion of Judah. The one who came 
to bring us salvation, to bring us freedom from bondage. The one who is the way to the Father. One who, who has come to become our rock, our refuge. The author and the finisher of our destiny and our foundation. The foundation of our Christian experience. And we pray in the name of His Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of victory that was won on the cross. Who puts us in remembrance of what you have hidden in your word there, Lord. Who puts us in remembrance of our identity, our authority and our position. The one who empowers us in our word, our spoken word, that it aligns with your word, your law. One who has made his tabernacle in our body and now gives life to our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer that we can speak and you have authorized us to command. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the power in our words. We thank you, Lord, for every grace that you have provided us, for every physical provision that you provide us in accordance with your riches, which is more than what we need. And you bless us with every spiritual gift in the heavenly, so that it's not only our needs that are met, but we can stand in dominion over circumstances. And we might no longer be oppressed, but we might be that arm of yours that stands to bless the oppressed in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak. Every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, Lord, your house. By the precious blood of Jesus, the blood of the new and the eternal unchangeable covenant by which we are saved, by which we are empowered. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And we declare that it shall not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. We thank you, Father. <laughs> Today, I'd like to reflect on God's hedge of protection around you. And we look at what that hedge could mean for us, and what the Bible talks about. We go through some of the instances and there might be more revelations you receive as you read through the Bible. It's important for us to pick, in essence, a hedge 
is like a fence or a barricade around that serves as a boundary to protect and secure everything that is inside from attacks that come from the outside. In some instances, there could be attacks from the inside as well. But that hedge is our protection. So when you go with this definition, you start searching the word for what is mentioned in God's word that is in essence protecting me, my integrity, my Christian experience. When that revelation touches you, then you know this is my hedge and you learn how to use that hedge then in your prayer. That's where it becomes effective. And I'll just touch a few, three to be precise, but you might find others when you read through scriptures and that is what you need to hold on to. So let's look at some of those references. To start with, we go back to where a hedge is actually mentioned in the Bible. Job 1 verse 10, where Satan had a conversation with God. He came along with the other angels to present himself before God. And then God asked him, have you considered my servant Job? And he said, how can I touch him? In verse 10, it says, have you not put a hedge around Job and his household and everything that he has? Job, his household and everything that he has. You have blessed the work of his hands. So now that looks like the description of what he means by that hedge. After asking the question, he says, you have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. So blessings are a form of protection against attacks. Because attack can only be on your vulnerability. But if you have abundance, and that abundance is sustained, more importantly, by God, then it is difficult for the devil to attack that sustenance because it doesn't depend on your flesh. It comes from God. He didn't say Job made himself rich. He says you have blessed him. So blessings are a form of protection against attacks. And when you go through the Bible, and we've touched on this in our Friday Bible studies as well, God entered into multiple covenants with man at different stages in our journey. Those covenants mostly are about protection and abundance. The biggest fact about them or the truth about them is they are binding on God. Many of those are unilaterally made where only God has to perform. Man didn't have to perform anything. All he needed to do was exercise his faith. So the blessings and covenants can serve as a hedge of protection. The most prominent among them is Genesis 12 verse 3 where God made... He blessed Abraham, essentially, and he said, I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. So he is putting himself in between Abraham and anyone else. It's like a filter that judges their intention. If they are good, it will bless them. If they have any kind of wickedness in their thought, well, the curses are then due to come on them. I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. What kind of a blessing to have? God himself stands in between as your hedge. 
The second one is God's word itself. That is his law. It contains his promises, his prophecies and his principles. So in this case, first one we touched was the promises. In this case, it is the principles in the word and his law. That forms a hedge of protection around us as well. As long as we are obedient to those principles, to what his law states, then he becomes our protection. If we disobey the law, then it's not necessarily required for the devil to curse us. God himself pronounces curses for disobedience, for breaking the law. We see that in all across the book of Deuteronomy and in particular Deuteronomy chapter 28. Blessings and curses. So verse 15 onwards talks about all those curses. So obeying the word of God can put a hedge of protection around us because when you are in his kingdom and you are following the rules, then his government, it is their responsibility of the government to protect you from anything that is external, from any wicked attacks that come from outside. That is one of the prime reasons why the devil won't directly attack you. He will try to suggest thoughts so that the attack comes from inside. Just like Pastor Derek Prince calls it the fifth column. The one that attacks from within, not from outside the boundary. And then the third kind is the shield of faith. We see this as part of our spiritual warfare armor as well in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 to 18. You see the shield of faith mentioned in other places as well. But with it, every time there is an attack, every time there are fiery darts or arrows shot at you, you can use that shield of faith to protect. So faith becomes your protection when there are suggestions of fear, when there are fiery darts of doubt. They can come in all forms. They can come in the form of suggestions to say you will never make it, you will fail. Anything that the devil can use to influence you in a negative way and instigate you to the point that you are compelled to take action along the lines of what is suggested that becomes a fiery dart. And as long as you are holding on to the shield of faith, you can protect yourself against that. So that shield of faith, your faith itself, and that faith becomes your hedge of protection. The faith there, again, like we've always said from Romans 10, 17, it comes from what you know. And what you know comes from what you hear from the word not from any other source. What you hear, what you receive in revelation from what you heard, and then sticking by it makes your shield stronger. It strengthens that shield so that it will not break, crumble, or be pierced through by any of these darts. But it will stand solid, and every such dart rebounds only when that faith is strong. That no matter the circumstances around you, you hold tight to your shield and do not let go. The minute you let go your shield or you put it down, you become vulnerable to these attacks. 
Now let's look at what God says in Zechariah chapter 2, verses 5 and verse 8 in particular, 5 and 8. So in verse 5 he says, I myself will be a wall of fire around Jerusalem. Now when he says Jerusalem, you have to put yourself in that place. It could mean you, it could mean your family, it could mean your prayer group, any community that you are part of that is a community of believers. You put yourself there in place of Jerusalem. Now God is saying here, I myself will be a wall of fire around Jerusalem, declares the Lord. He has declared it, not suggested. And I will be its glory within. So when his glory is at the center of your heart, your relationship with him is strong, then he himself he takes it upon himself to become that wall of fire around you can you imagine a wall of fire so even if you're surrounded by enemies they cannot pierce through that wall risking getting burnt so when he is in your heart and in your actions so he is within that is why we keep talking about the realm of galatians 2:20 when his glory is within then he himself is the wall of fire around you. He protects you from the outside. And now because his glory is within, even the enemy cannot attack via the fifth column. Because Galatians 2.20, your thoughts, your words and your actions are all guided by and governed by the nature and character of Jesus, which we see from the word. The other type of protection is from the inside where we are given authority to speak. To speak life. Or we could also speak death. Many times out of ignorance we speak the wrong words. And we inflict a curse upon ourselves. That's where the word of God comes in. That's where that secret place with God comes in. That's where our prayer and our meditation based on the word comes in. Because the hedge then protects you from your own reckless behavior. From your own loose words that could be held in accusation against you, but could also be turned into curses against you. It could be turned into giving the devil permission to bring iniquity into your life, into your house. And lastly, Psalm 91 is a prayer about the hedge of protection when you look at it closely. It talks about the ways in which God will protect and he says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Almighty. Now there, that dwelling itself erects the barricade around you. God has covered you with his wings when you look at it. I think it's verse 3. Three or four. Covered you with his wings. So he takes it upon himself to become your protection. Just by dwelling there. So when you look at these, you look at things like praise and worship. Giving the example of the valley of Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20. Where he went into battle and then praise and worship. He caused God to intervene. And become their protection. So we need to look at all these different ways, mechanisms that we can use 
through our prayer as well to bring god into that situation to erect the provisions that he has given as our hedge of protection to make his government back us so that then the government becomes a hedge of protection all his mechanisms his angels and his entire government authority backs you he himself leads you when we understand the different kinds of hedges of protection we are given then you can pray strategically based on what you know and which of those applies to the circumstances that you are in ideally you don't wait for a battle to start to come upon you trouble to come upon you to then look at oh what hedge can i now erect the best mechanism is you already stand with that hedge around you at all times and we do not engage into anything that will bring the hedge down and give the devil permission so father in the name of jesus we pray for that revelation that understanding of the provisions of your word that the hedge that you promise to erect around us when we fulfill certain conditions and help us understand that lord and keep it up at all times so that when we walk in your light along with you hand in hand when we stay on the path that you show us when we abide by your law then darkness cannot come near and darkness cannot overcome in any way we thank you lord that the biggest provision you give us is the blood of jesus so that no matter the accuser and whatever accusation he brings we can overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that blood can be our protection where we can apply it on our door post and even the angel of death will have to pass over and not harm even destruction and death just like you have promised in psalm 91 will pass us by around us but not through our homes give us that understanding lord that we walk in your light and we carry that hedge of protection everywhere we go not just our household our home and the place we live but everywhere we go and in everything we do in everything that we are part of including our community as well i ask for that edification in our spirit this day and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day for all families that are facing division and separation we pray also lord for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives in a special way all those that are prayerless christians and yet prayerless too busy every christian that is powerless lord we lift them up today and we ask for a quickening in their spirits we first go to judah and israel lord before we go into gentiles Let your people, your house, be lifted up. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well, especially those that are not yet saved.
Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith in our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ya <laughs> 
The scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from 2 Timothy 2, verse 19. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord, depart from iniquity. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily powerful reflections, our Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family that they can join us live. Or alternatively, listen to the recordings available on YouTube or on our Spotify podcast page. Please also share the prayer group with others. Share the Telegram link so they can be part of it. Post their prayer requests and we can pray with them too. And at the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that fill each one of us today. That our lives may be blessed. We might be a blessing to everyone around us. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday. Brother Johnson's retreat continues today as well. Yeah, sorry, continues today as well. So if you are in Brisbane, today's session is being held at St. Catherine's Church at Mogul. Please join us for this session. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You. God, bless God bless everyone. God bless everyone.